Hey guys, it's Heaven and Nigel, and welcome back to In Herself Podcast, where we talk about family, faith, finance, and friendship. So make sure you like, share, and subscribe on all of our streaming platforms. That was a terrible intro. <laughs> that was a terrible intro. <laughs> like I forgot what I was supposed to say. And you say this every week. It's okay. You got it though. They know so, what you're ready to say. Because that's what I say now. <laughs> so <laughs> on today's episode, we are talking about the responsibilities of influence. Mm, what does that mean? That sounds like it's heavy. Well, earlier this week, I was watching an interview. Um, I think it was Tamron Hall, but Dante Bo was on there. Okay. Um, and he was just explaining how he you know, got, I don't want to say got in trouble by the Christ, Christian community, but he posted something that they felt like was inappropriate. And then um, now he sings R&B music. But when I was watching it, I felt bad for him because I felt like he was forced to go over into R&B music because that's where he, I felt like he probably felt more comfortable or safer or they wouldn't because nobody really pushes anybody out of the R&B community. But I feel like they pushed him out of Christian community because he wasn't doing what they wanted him to do because there's mistakes that he was making. They were like, okay, well, we don't want you over here no more because you got to be perfect. So wait, are you saying that he posted a picture and then he decided to make a move into the R&B? So was he was it? in the group Maverick City. I guess I should slow down. He was in the group with Maverick City. He, that's a Christian gospel group for those who don't know. Um, and then, sure, maybe things happened before this, but I know that he was stating in the interview he posted a picture that was inappropriate. Mm -hmm. And then he posted a video singing um secular music he was like with his friends just posting video. it was the video the song was in the background he wasn't actually singing it yeah um they ate him up about that and then he said okay now i'm just gonna straight go to r&b music like that's what i want to do but he was saying i'm you know i'm i'm still a christian guy i just sing r&b music you know, still saying I love God. Mm -hmm. To me, what I heard was I love God, but I'm safer over here. Right. I feel like a lot of people leave the church because they feel more safe in the world or in the capacity outside of the church's boundaries. Because Christians, not all, some religious people are very, very, very judgmental. And I think that in this topic, it can be really, really go left, right, all the way around the world with mm -hmm. it. But I'm saying that regarding to him, um, people leave the church all the time. I've experienced church hurt. It didn't make me leave the church, though. You know what I mean? So I think in, we were talking about this earlier before we started recording this, it's about branding. And at the end of the day, had he started singing R&B first and then went into Christian music it probably wouldn't be as bad. He can kind of jump back and forth. I don't think he should have left, though. I think he should have stayed as as a Christian artist. Right. But imagine trying to have or be that influencer. You know, so all influencers want some level of you're doing a good job or I love what you're doing. So I'm going to follow you. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's just what it is. But when you get to the point where the people that are following you, who you are supposed to be influencing, don't care about you no more. They're not rocking with you no more. You're going to move somewhere. But who, but who were these fans that were not? Because he still had, to me, he still had a strong following. People were asking where he was, especially when Maverick City went on tour. Like, Dante Bo has a distinct voice, just like Chandler does. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't, to who, like, you Probably know what I mean? that cared about his heart. But when you're thinking about that, a lot of people go off of 
cons more than pros. Like you have three people that say, you know what, you're doing a good job. It is what it is. But 10 people say, no, like we straight on you. You're going to try to figure out something else to please. Mm -hmm. A lot of influencers, instead of doing what they're doing and letting themselves just be the influence, they tend to come down and try to fit in. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, everybody want to be accepted. That is the word I was looking for. <laughs> they they do anything accepted. to be accepted. So I'm not accepted in a Christian community. So I'm going to go over here and do R&B. But that is the level of influence. Mm. People, it, if I started doing makeup and my makeup not popping no more, I'm going to have to figure something else out. Because I want a following, I'm going to go and say, all right, well, maybe I'll do nails and maybe people will follow me there and maybe I can influence somebody over there. So is our desire to just be an influence? Like, what is where did that come from? You know what Probably I mean? Probably social media, I'm a thousand percent sure. Well, I think even before social media, the desire to want people to be around you or to be accepted has always been a thing prior to that. I think it's more, you know, magnified now yeah. because we have it at the, you know, tip of our fingers. But it's just like that acceptance thing is is it can make or break you. Because what happens if you, you're starting something like, let's talk about makeup. So you said you want to do makeup and you're not, it's not doing the way you want it to do or you're not being accepted that you go to something else. But what if it's just not the right timing and you right. gave up something because it's not popping the way that the following should be or the way you desired it to be? And I feel like influence comes comes natural. Like I feel like a lot of people try to make themselves these influencers, mm -hmm. but people that's already got these million of followers or pastors that have these platforms, they're not begging people to come to their church. What they say, how they act, who they are is just natural. Attraction. And people just attract themselves to that. But what happens is once you get all these people under you and you make that one mistake, now I'm straight. Child. Instead of saying, well, my pastor did that, but I did that three times over. <laughs> <laughs> because the platform does not allow for mistakes yeah openly and so a lot of times and it's weird because at the end of the day the way we see a pastor compared to a lay member i'm just gonna say a regular person is is two different standards like and it's like that because even the bible talks about you know the pastors are held at a different accountability they're they're held a different the blood is on their hands so rightfully so however you can be a mom you can be a sister. You could be a friend. And that's a title, too. And you have people following you. You have influences around you as well. It doesn't always have to mean that the influence is a thousand people or a million people. You can have five. Right. And it's doing a lot. Because the five, you think about like this, the five that you have, that one out of the five could be the person to attract that million. And so because they're connected to, to you, you are connected to millions. Yeah. It's, I think that we ask God for grace, but we don't give our fellow yeah. people grace. Because, again, I, I had to realize with parents, they're human. They're going to make a mistake. Mm -hmm. And you got to say, you know what? I expect it more from you. But it's okay for you to mess up because that makes me realize that you're a human and I may mess up too. I think a level of grace is given to parents when parents acknowledge that they made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes as a parent, you don't want to admit that you you dropped the ball. You just simply, I'm a parent, I'm an adult, you a child, oh well. 
that is that's how I was raised growing up. I don't recall having conversations of, you know, my parents saying, let me apologize for saying X, Y, Z. Well, you know what? Recently, my dad did. So I can't really say that. But as a child, I'm saying growing up, I did not. Right. Now with my kids, I definitely have those those human moments. Yes, I'm your mother, but I'm also human first. Yeah. And so let me expose who I am so that you know, so you give grace to yourself. Because ultimately, I think we don't give grace to ourselves to be um, error. We don't. We don't. I know for me, I'm... I am sorry, meaning like I will say sorry a million. Sometimes it's not even called yeah. for, but I'm like, I apologize because in, even in that moment, I didn't mean to, or that's not what I desired. To, that's not how I desired to make you feel. But I think that's where we lack yeah. is because, yeah, I did it. But it's like, sometimes it's like, so what? But so what? Like, yeah, yeah. you made a mistake, but how about, okay, I did this and this is what I should have done. And maybe you can maybe learn from that. I don't know. But when you're an influencer, you can apologize all you want to. Depending on who the audience is, they will cancel Christmas. <laughs> they will. That is crazy. But I think that just goes back to what you were saying not too long ago. If you don't have a level of identity for yourself, you're forcing other people to create it for you. Mm -hmm. And then that's why you change who you are to fit in with others because you don't know. So that's why I said, I know we were talking about this earlier as well. Like at what point does acceptance not matter? Because what happens when God told you something and you acted on what God has said, he opened up a door for you to do so and you're not immediately accepted, but you know what he said. Mm. So a lot, I've always heard, you know, go where you are celebrated, not where you are tolerated. Yeah. You know what I mean? I used to say that all the time. But I experienced this last season where I know I heard God clearly say, hey, you're supposed to be here. And I said, okay. And I did it. And I was not accepted. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why I stayed is because I know what God said. So it's not all the time. That's why I'm like, where is a thin line? If you didn't between... know the voice of the Lord, you probably would have probably walked away from it, though. Oh, absolutely. I would. And I, I wanted to. But where was I going to go? Right. And that's what we joked about and said, if God opens up a door, you're inside of a room and you don't like the room and you walk out in the hallway and like looking for another. And all the other doors closed. You better get back in the you room. You better get you're... back in that room. Yeah. And then I asked you, but what if you open that door and you the hallway, yes, empty, but you see the room that you just came out of is cracked. Are you going to go back? Mm. Yeah, most people will go back because it's comfortable. But not me. I would. <laughs> Why would you go back? Because it's comfortable. Israelite. Right. <laughs> it, right. Right. Do you know God? Right. <laughs> because it's comfortable. Mm. I don't want to make it seem like, okay, yeah, you know, you definitely will because that's your personality. Yeah. But me... I go where it's comfortable. When things get uncomfortable for me, I'm like, I'm straight. But that's how I know it's God because it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. When things are comfortable, it's like, you probably not supposed to be in that season anymore. You need to go. Mm -hmm. But if there was a door that I was in and I went to the hallway and the back door was open, I'm going to go out that back door. And I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, I'm in, I'm here. I'm not going backwards. Because wherever I just was, wherever I was just delivered from, why would I want to go back to doing the same thing again? Because you said that where you was at didn't feel comfortable either. Yeah. So it's two places that don't right. feel comfortable. I'm going to go back and I know he put me it's here. It's like go back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever. 
Whichever door bring me to the light, I'm going. <laughs> I'm not doing what? that. I am not I mean, unstable. That. In all your ways. I mean. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. What I'm going to do is I may peek my head out in the hallway and say, is there another opportunity? Okay, no. So I'm going back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to pray and I'm going to cry myself through this. And I'm going to say, okay, Lord, you said, you promised, you spoke. And I'm going to look again and say, Okay, so let me just settle here for right now until you decide. This. And you know what happens most of the time when we settle in what God has spoken, even in the midst of it being thick, that's when he opens up another door when you don't want to go. Right. Now I'm like, I'm good now. I got I'm friends. Chilling. I got community. I got this. He's like, all right, now it's time. What? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me this three months ago or mm-hmm. a year ago? And he's like, because the assignment is finished. What I needed to get out of you, I got you were content in what you're supposed to do. You heard my voice. People were free to deliver unity. Whatever that assignment and that task was, it's done. Here's the next door. Yeah. And now you don't want to leave. Usually when you want to jump is when you should stay. Hmm. And usually when you want to stay is when, when you, you should jump. jump. Not all the time, but there are times. Because when it's comfortable and God is saying, Okay, I need you to move. I keep thinking about this um, this story of the transformation of an egg, right? And how, you know, you can make it eat egg in different types of, of ways. And when you first have the egg, the egg is, the yolk is on the inside and it's not cooked. And the only way to transform that yolky egg, that slimy egg into something hard is to put it in pressure, in hot water. And even though you cannot see on the inside of that egg, you know because of the water and because of the law of science that the egg is being transformed on the inside. But the hot water, you put your hand in that water, but the water was made for that egg. Mm -hmm. It was made for whatever was supposed to cook. Using the situations that we are in, it doesn't feel good, but you know on the inside that God is changing you. You know on the inside, and people can't see it yet. I see see the fire because I see what you're going through. Right. But they don't know the transformation is happening on the inside. You only know when you open it up. How do you open up your life is a testimony. When you open your mouth and say what, what you have gone through and what God has delivered you from, you transform. And so that's why I want to say, like, how acceptance is not always a key component that we should be chasing after. Because it doesn't start that way. You're, whoever you are... Whoever your community is will find you. You just have to be in a position to be fa- to be found. And if you lose it all, you still have to be content with who you are and whose you are. But you ain't. Why would you lose it all? Say, for instance, because okay, we're talking about influencers, mm-hmm. right? Some people have a strong influence one day, the next they don't. But again, they're basing their life off the people that's following them mm-hmm. instead of saying. I'm content with who I am regardless of who's following me. If today, if we get 500 followers tomorrow, my prayer is that we are content with the two followers that we started with. Absolutely. We didn't start it to be like, oh my God, I want a thousand people to follow me and we're going to do it. If I make a mistake tomorrow, I'm still heaven. This is who I am. And I would love for y'all to still be on the journey with me, but I'm not counting on y'all for my identity or to know who I am. Mm -hmm. I count on God for that. And I think that is the big disconnect with a lot of the influences that we have is that it's like, who gave you the platform? God did. Depending on the situation. (laughs) Let me put that out Because sometimes it ain't him. Because the devil give y'all a lot of stuff and y'all take it and y'all run with it. (laughs) Big facts. But 
Christianity and, and religious folk, specifically church, when you have these big platforms, base give it back to who gave it to you in the first place because you will get lost. And I still want to circle back to the mom of one or of two or of five or the student that is in school that has, it doesn't mean the number matters. If you are influencing of one, that one could have a million people yep. assigned to them. So you have been delegated with this task to influence well. Yep. You're changing generations. And I think that's why I am, my mindset is, I agree with you 100%. Whether it's 500 followers, 500,000 followers, whatever it is, my influence is in this house. And so if I influence nobody else, if my children, my husband, my friends, anybody that's connected to me, they find purpose in what, and when, they, when we're talking to each other or just my life, then I'm influencing well. Mm -hmm. It's not the, the impact is the fruit that remains. If what I said and what I'm doing in my life has impacted you in such a way that the fruit from your life is because of what I sold, then I'm influencing well. Mm -hmm. That's what matters. You're going to attract regardless because the anointing draws. Right. So, I would definitely, it's a balance for sure. Because we got to be cognizant that I don't believe, people that have these big platforms, I know it isn't easy. Mm -hmm. I know that you look at yourself in the mirror and sometimes don't even recognize yourself because you're trying to please all of these people. So I know, and that's what I, that's why when I started the conversation, the title is Responsibility of Influence because it's, to me, a hell of a responsibility yeah. to have these people, to carry all of these people. I mean, and then, like we were talking about Dante Bo, you make the mistake and nobody loves you anymore. And not just him. There's been several people, several For pastors. Sure. And I don't even have to just say pastors. I mean, in the capacity of, let's take it all the way back to Bill Clinton. Remember what he did with Monica? Yes. You know what I mean? The fact that we still talk about that today, it's just like, it's because, and that's why God does not elevate until your character lines up with the title. Mm-hmm. He will tell you a no, 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 because he does not desire for the title to break you. Mm -hmm. He desires for you to be able to withhold and withstand what comes with it to, because too much is given, much is, much is required. And what is required is a lot of time, a lot of, a lot of space to get to know who you are, your purpose and your why. And as you stated, if they said, no, I'm straight, you have to know that that's okay. Right. And it's a check for them. Because if I'm following all these people and they make a mistake and I say I'm straight, well, I must be straight on myself too. Right. Because are you perfect? And that's what I mean by we paint this picture of these people. They just supposed to be perfect. They never supposed to make any mistakes. But you're making the same mistakes. They're just hidden. But what about the person who magnifies their mistakes? And so you ex your expectation is for them to, to mess up. Then you can't let them down. Mm -hmm. And there's some influencers that do. Yes, just they that. will. They'll get in front of the problem. I know y'all. I know it's gonna come out that I cheated, but let me tell you something. I cheated. <laughs> I 
I just want y'all to know yeah. first because I don't want no extra lies, nothing told. I'm gonna tell y'all my truth and Ooh. nothing but it. You know what? Th- that is that is good. You know why? Because the reason why they fall hard is because you never expose them to your human nature. You put on this facade that you got it together and that- don't. And so when people don't see your flaws, they view you as flawless. Mm-hmm. So when you become flawed, they say, uh uh-uh, uh, you said no, you no, were no. Flaw- yeah. flawless. That's what it is. That is what it is. Because if you knew me all day, you know what you see is what you get. Do you know if I cuss a little bit? <laughs> if I do a little something, you're not going to say. You're going to be spit. Oh, my gosh. You're not going to say, oh, she, was, she don't do that. No, you're going to say, oh, that's okay. her. Right. And I, God's still working on her. And I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that because they do that to the Christian community. They they let the Christians, excuse me, they let people that sing secular music jump back and forth. We mm-hmm. just talked about this with our producer Isaac. They jump back and forth, back and forth. They're like, okay, it's good. God's still working on them. They're all right. But the moment in which a Christian go from hallelujah Come on. to shake that, it's a problem. <laughs> shake that. And they shake it for their husband. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Because you're not, not you... suppo- you're not supposed to do that. But your brand, what you put out there... It's not... Don't be contrary. Mm-hmm. Tell me what I'm expecting. Tell me what I'm getting. That's good. Because whatever you tell me, I'm going to hold you to... I'm going to be accountable mm-hmm. to your brand. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that Jesus is Lord and that's all you're saying. And then you go back and do something else and you never inform me because people don't like change when it comes to somebody else. Right. They don't like that. Mm-mm. Oh, you've been wearing a red hat this whole time. What you mean you put, about to put on the blue one? Right. Put I don't that like red that. Hat I'm not home. following you no more because you only wore a red hat. And you going to hell because red don't represent the blood. It represents fire. Right. That is crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. I just want people that have that hold their influences up high to just reflect on themselves. Mm-hmm. Because... Bobby did something, but I'm sure you did it as well. It's just the it's the simple fact of we're all human. Another thing that happens where the communities are canceling or or deciding if they want to follow again is the humility of the person. Mm-hmm. It's the arrogance of the person. So let's just say you fell from grace, or whether you are a Christian or whether you're secular, whatever that that comes with it, and you're just like whatever, I did it and. Compare it to you trying to hide it or cover up. Oh, well, you know, I just, you know, we all fall short. It depends on the authenticity of the person as well yeah. and who who, and who their following is, in my opinion. I agree with you wholeheartedly, but I just also know people will get out there and tell a sob story. They'll cry. They'll weep. They'll do a million interviews and people are still like, I'm good. And again, what level of grace did you extend when someone else needed it? They must extend none. Cause I go through some of these people's comments and I'm like, y'all would talk, y'all, y'all would talk to y'all brother like that if they were Cause these people, we don't know them, mm-hmm. but you still my brother, you still my sister. I don't want nothing bad to happen to you. But the things you saying, the way you dogging this person out, you would say that in their face? No. You think they would? No, oh, and that's my point. Yeah, like, if you, to me, if you followed them at one point, you thought that, you know, they were respected. And now because they fell short, now you like, you have no respect for them and they every name in the book. Mm. Every name in the book. I give grace because I need grace. Yes. 
And I'm going to continue to give grace because I know that I'm going to continue to need grace. On no matter what what scale of the imagination. Meaning like if I know you, if I didn't know you, if I know you just because social media and you feel, okay, I understand. Now some things, it's like you play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some things influencers do it. There's people with a platform. I'm like, there's no way you thought that that was going to go over well. I think that's I think that's their sin though. It is. And that's what I was about you to get to. You know what I mean? To. Yeah. And there's still a level of it goes back to the level of humility and you truly repenting. Repentance is changing of one's mind and your ways that you do not revert back. You actually change the way that you think and you do things and not just in a church capacity. If I apologize to my kids or I apologize to you and I truly repent to you saying, hey, I'm not going to do this again, then that's me changing my ways. And if you you can tell when somebody's being genuinely authentic about it, like there's there's something that happens that connects with you and say, OK, I'm good. I'm, but that don't always mean you're going to be elevated back to that place because some things are not. Right. Retainable. I mean, I feel like some people. OK. And, you know, I, ha I don't have any children, but my nieces and nephews, if they do something and they got caught, they're sorry because they got they got caught. You already know that's what is the reason. Not because of what they did. And I think you can see clearly when somebody done got caught doing something and they apologizing versus, no, I sincerely, you know, what I was even trying to stop that. And God brought it out because I needed to stop and I didn't. Now that you said that, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Because you know how the Bible says that you're supposed to confess your sins one to another? Mm -hmm. So what happens to the person that confesses with who they are? And I know you're supposed to do it in the privacy of like somebody that you, that you trust. But some people don't. They just be airing out their business or whatever. And they do that and they use it against them. That happens all the time, though. But that's not... So that's why people don't say what they do is because of the judgment. So you you kind of, it's a lose-lose situation. All of it is. If you're not perfect, wrap it up. <laughs> that's crazy because nobody is. No. But that is exactly what it is. A lot of times, if they didn't, if they're going to keep doing it if they didn't get caught. And sometimes people are their authentic self. Their, in, their image is a fake image. What they do outside of that image or what they do it's outside of their them. real is that it's truly it's them. It's truly them. But they have created a brand, like mm. we talked about, that is supposed to look like this. Mm. So I'm going to make it look like this when I'm on a camera. I'm going to make it look like this when I'm on a pulpit. But when I'm not, when I'm at home, I'm going to drink, I'm going to smoke, I'm going to do, I'm going to sex, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get my to get my rocks off, to make me feel good. But when I get caught, I'm going to apologize. Wow. And that is the level, the responsibility of influence that I'm talking about. Once you get all these followers and stuff, are you really trying to lead them to Christ or you just want the the monetization from it? Mm. That is the issue that I have with it. We can sing gospel. We can be human. We can do all of that. But the authenticity of who are you really? Yeah. We're going to make mistakes. It's inevitable. That's yeah. just what it is. But you are walking in sin for real? Sometimes that's why it's exposed. And that's why it's important to have people around who around you that, that truly see you. Because you're not building this brand by yourself. Mm -hmm. You're building this brand with a team of people. And I know this team sees you. And they don't care that much about you. They care about making sure their families are good enough. But, the, but the inner, your inner self, mm -hmm. they care nothing about, clearly. 
Because where are these conversations where you're going to keep just, I'm going to keep letting you bleed, keep letting you do whatever. We're going to hire her up. But nobody said anything. Nobody said, hey, sis, I noticed that you're kind of drinking a little bit too much. Or I noticed that, I mean, that's another man that was going. Okay. Like, what's going on? Typically, the people around you will say it before the crowd does. I'm telling you that they do. That's why I'm saying, at what point are we not having a conversation? Or is your team not having a conversation with you to say, what's going on? So before this get leaked, because warning comes before before destruction. destruction. It usually nine times out of 10, it's not just you fail one time and it's like, oh, exposed. No, somebody saw it and it was it was low key. And they said, hey, so let's have a conversation. And either in your arrogance, there it is, mm-hmm. a haughty spirit before a fall, in your arrogance of who you trying to check or you know what I'm really trying. Shame on you then. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Shame on you. Usually, if God gives you that, because he does not get, he does not gain any pleasure in our failure. Mm-hmm. But if you got a haughty spirit like, hmm, who going to know? And if they do, what's going to happen? And it's like, okay. And then it's like, open exposure. Just be humble. Just be humble. Because all of us need grace. Yes. And so do you. (laughs) Because we've both made mistakes. And I don't think our our rebuttal was rah, rah, rah. First, why and what's wrong? Mm -hmm. Let's try to fix it. Now you're doing it over and over again. Now I got to get a little bit like, what's going on? Like, you you being for real? But I can't reach anybody if I'm doing the rah, rah, rah first. So let's find out the root to it. And I think, like you said, if you don't have that circle around you, or if you do and you're not taking heed to that, then again, shame on you. That's your bad. Absolutely. So the influence is powerful in your life in your career, in whatever capacity. Just just take it for what it is and be gracious about it. And then God gives you the platform. I'll just say continue to consult him and give the platform to him so that when you make a mistake and when you try to, when your identity is shifted, you know who to go back to. Mm-hmm. And listen to those that are around you. Listen to your kids and your husband, your wife, your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, the people who you you know you genuinely can count on one hand and say, I know if they're telling me this, that it, it is it is the best. And if you don't have that, you need to pray for God to send you people mm-hmm. that will keep it 100 with you because we all trying to grow. If you ain't growing, you stagnant. And I got to get away from stagnant. <laughs> facts. <laughs> Big facts. So as always, I'm about to make this outro like a song or something. Uh-uh. In herself, she it's like relax. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as always, in herself, she is loved. In herself, she is beautiful. In, in herself, herself, she, she is, is strong. strong. See you next week. See ya.